This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, special announcement. Do you like free stuff? Well, we like to give away things as well. We're going to start our monthly raffle this month, meaning we have about 10 days left in the monthly calendar. Uh, We're giving away games that our recent guests have been a part of. We're talking about what remains of Edith Finch, Sprink Vector. And and the Goblins of Elderstone. So there are three games that are there to claim for you listeners out there. And you must be thinking, shut up. How do I get in on this? Well, I'll tell you how. If you share any of our posts or episodes on our social media... Facebook, Twitter, whatever you desire. Just as long as you tag us and let us know, we will enter you into the raffle. And at the end of the month, we will announce the winners on our website, www.gamedevunchained.com, or, of course, our social media channels. So what are you waiting for? If you like free stuff and if you like the podcast, this is win-win. Just spread the news, share a post, and you will be entered into the raffle. Let's get into this week's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for hitting that digital play button on your podcast. Thank you for hitting that little play button on your computer screen or your radio. However it is that you're listening to this podcast right now, we appreciate you. But you already know who it is. Larry Charles, one half of the Game Dev Unchained podcast team, the number one podcasting team in game development and the lifestyle thereof. Handle it. Now, when I said the keyword is team, I'm not here by myself. That's right. I brought back the 2015 Flip Cup champion, Mr. Brandon Pham. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brandon Pham. Welcome to our roundtable episode. Again, this is just reflecting our own opinions. Please don't email our companies and get us fired. So <laughs> let's start into it. All right. Um, as usual, our third non-official podcaster, Ray Graham, coming back again. Ray so He wouldn't come back, what's, but he came back. What's up? What's up? What's up? And of course, a special returning guest, Alvin Nelson, coming back to join us in this roundtable news. Alvin Nelson, happy to be back. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, I got all right, guys. I got to point out something really quick. (laughs) As a game development professional, this is the most (laughs) black people I've ever done anything with in my entire career in the game. This is the most I've ever seen in a room. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna agree. This is uh, this is new. It's a new experience. I like it. Yeah. I've one never of been one of three. Like the other. It's always one of two. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said, before we get cut off from the internet, <laughs> right, let's talk about the net neutrality being repealed. I mean, there was some hope, but it just came down to the main guy who's been opposing it the whole time. So what do you guys feel about this? Our calls, emails didn't matter. Our congressmen and women knew that they were coming and they forwarded them directly to an answer machine that they mm-hmm. ignored. Yeah. Didn't help. Didn't help. The the billionaires won again. I mean, it's yeah, it's 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 not it's not great. Um, 
a lot of things that we can do though a lot of the things that um various states are doing is trying to either sue or put their own net neutrality um laws in place to try to protect their specific states nice um i think there's like like right now as of seven, 17 states are going to put some legislature um on their next upcoming ballots to nice. try to put their own net neutrality laws um for their states so there is things that you could do um it's not done yet it still has to be approved by congress as well too so you know keep writing and keep calling your congress people um and keep informing other people to do the same yes um it's, it's the fight is the fight is still on it's just um that that big part that big part uh with the fcc is 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 done yeah mm-hmm. Thank you. There was some weird uh, uh, investigation going, right? There was like uh, like millions of uh, um, comments from dead people <laughs> that was yeah. was in support of the repeal, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they had to shut down the investigation because it was fake. <laughs> Did you guys hear more about that? That was like vaguely what I read. I saw. I saw the one that was popular where. I think, uh, and it was like a, a screenshot of a tweet to another tweet where it was like the one account was like, "Yeah, you know, this isn't such a bad thing," and I'm like, "I support it." And then the person was like, "You know, Ajit, can you please explain to me how my grandmother is in support of the repeal of net neutrality when she's been dead for the last two years?" Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah that's I don't tough. know too much about that. Uh, that that yeah, part that's, of it. That's dirty lawmaking. Let's just I'm not I'm not gonna beat around the bush. That's dirty lawmaking. If you have to go and find dead people to <laughs> to support your cause, right? Like you already know you're involved in dirty politics. Yeah. There's there's no other way around it. I don't care who, how, or what you think you're supporting. If that's how you need to raise awareness, you know you're in some shady shit. Yeah. No, I agree. I completely agree. (laughs) So I I will say, and I I guess we can kind of lead it towards this way, is one of the things that people probably want to know, especially listening to this podcast, is how will this affect gaming? You know, like what are the what are the big things that we may see become changes? Um, The first I can think of is like fast lane throttling. Like I made a joke about it before, but like, yeah, they can say, hey, we notice you play a lot of games. You probably want uninterrupted connection speed. So you should probably buy this package, the gaming plus from Comcast. Mm -hmm. You know, it's an extra $19 a month. Yep. Yeah. Uh, That definitely feels like that's a thing that's going to happen in the future for us. It's that's kind of a scary thing. Yeah, I've I've already just completely resigned myself to that fact, right? That, like, oh yeah, I'll just pay more for internet. Cool. All right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah um, the rest think, of us can't but, do but that. Right. Yeah, <laughs> the, they that know. Is, they want us to fall back and just be like, "Yep, yeah." Just yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, like for me, for, yeah, for me, I I can't vote or anything like that, right? So I'm just, I just, kinda, uh, I just kind of gotta bend over to take that, right? So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, That's and crazy. I mean the the issue is going to be for uh, for a lot of you know smaller developers mm-hmm. um, and potentially smaller publishers too uh, that kind of want to get into um, you know get into the market um, and have like a continually online game. I mean that's just going to cost them so much more money uh, to kind of have those servers up running twenty four seven. So I mean that's I. Every, you know, it's, it's a fight for everybody. This is not, this is, I mean, a lot of the big guys might be able to take it, but even then it's still affects their bottom line. Uh, it's, 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 it's not good. <laughs> like it's not good for anybody. Well, it's good for like 15 people. What um, kills me is like, <laughs> how are they not already making enough money? They are. It's just, 
they hit their limit. There's no such thing as enough money, I guess. There is well, every year they have that that meeting, right? And since everybody's on the internet now, they're like, "Oh, God, how do we? How do <laughs> we no do customers? This yeah, yeah, There's no well, yeah. customers. Yeah, because because it's also going to be more expensive for them, right? Like, yeah, because because they have to increase, like, build up the infrastructure. They have mm-hmm. to, like, you know, fiber wow. fiber has to become more prevalent, and you have to get faster bandwidth speeds. And like, you know, Netflix takes up what what is it 30, 30 to forty percent of all internet traffic or something like that. I can't remember the exact number. Yeah. Um. But it, so like so the Comcast and all those guys are like, man, we need to like. It's gonna cost us a whole bunch of money to make this like actually usable, like in the long term, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and so they they want obstacles removed from them so that they can make more money in order to fund this infrastructure. Right. Yeah. It's, right. it's kind of silly. Go ahead. You've you've lived in America long enough to know. Well, that yeah. Those prices are gonna go up, and I not, know, a, bro. not a I single. Yeah, I already know, man. I agree with you. I agree with you hundred percent. I'm just like I'm. Just, I'm just like this is how they're they're thinking about it, right? This is how they're yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, there is there is a continually growing market, though, which is which is surprising and kind of sad because there's a lot of rural places where people don't have Internet in their homes and yep. they could be building better infrastructure for those spots to, you know, get those kind of new customers instead of, instead of attempting to gouge out the rest of us who already Amen. pay and are and are willing to pay for it. Right. Like it it doesn't really affect. Well, I mean, uh, it could affect some of us um, personally in this group, but it's going to affect some of the, some of the more people that are uh, uh, less off than us more, way more yeah. So oh, yeah. less likely they're going to be able to afford it. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's not really going to make the internet more accessible to people yeah. that already have problems accessing the internet already. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, uh, you know, so for people who, <laughs> I mean, people who want to play these games online, like it's, uh, it's gonna, it's gonna affect all of our bottom lines as well too. Like you're just not going to be able to, you're not gonna be able to afford to play destiny two for 24 hours straight. Right. Like you're just not going to be able to do it because you're gonna it's gonna, exactly. It's going to cost you an arm and a leg. So, I mean, it's, it really just helps 15 people. Like, like it really just yeah. helps a small, you know, you know, all those people who are nice enough to like not encrypt their password that you would just jump on their internet. Yeah. Those days are over. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <it's gone. laughs> there is, no. there's no bandwidth leeching. <laughs> I have a, uh, I have a, a local uh, laundromat that has free Wi-Fi there. That's going to be gone. That's it. All Starbucks. It. You think Starbucks gone. is going to give you writers free Wi-Fi to write your novels? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Coffee prices, buy, yeah, nine dollars. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. That might affect the the price for everything around if, if they have those kind of things or they want to keep those kind of luxuries to their customers. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Now people are mad, right? Like I bet you now a whole bunch of people are ready to. <laughs> yeah, are you affecting my Starbucks? Hold Wait, on. What? <laughs> right, Nobody well, said anything about Starbucks. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, milking the customer, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
a non okay and a non stranger of this type of behavior ea right with their microtransactions yeah they've gotten a lot of trouble in the last month uh, i think because of battlefront 2 right yeah. huge they they seem to like launching games with like controversy <laughs> they don't want a clean launch without people complaining about how they're launching things yeah so uh larry do you, do you mind kind of going over what happened with battlefront 2 you sure so to my knowledge because i refuse to purchase a copy of this game even though I <laughs> the protest is that strong where you know they're of course they're like making the 60 dollars game and they say all right we're gonna add loot boxes to the game because other games have loot boxes and they turn a 60 dollars purchase into potentially a hundred or two hundred dollar purchase or however long you know, the customer after they've acquired it may continue to support the game financially. So it's, it's a long tail purchase when you think about adding loot boxes to your game, but usually loot boxes are like, Hey, there's a chance you can get some really cool stuff and a chance you can get some stuff you already have, but it's, it never feels like you're being robbed. It always feels like a, at least a fair trade. Uh, No, 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 no. I play a couple of games (laughs) that give me loot boxes and and whenever I get a duplicate, They're like, oh, sorry about that. Here, we'll give you something useful for that, right? Like, I've yeah. I've never felt like it was straight up pachinko. <laughs> yeah. But now we bring in EA's take on uh, microtransactions, specifically for Star Wars Battlefront 2. And they're like, all right, all right, okay, okay, okay. We know that people want to have these really high-powered characters. And we also know that we don't want every person running around trying to be Darth Vader or Darth Maul right away. So, like, I understand trying to put a gate in front of that. But how they implemented their loot box strategy and their their pay-to-win strategies. Well, one, it was pay-to-win because they're like, hey, everything you can get from this loot box, you can get if you just play. And they're like, okay, cool. So how long do we need to play to unlock this? 40 hours. Years. 40 (laughs) hours to unlock Darth Maul. And that's just one hero. Yeah. Like, the excitement of playing a game like Star Wars Battlefront is being able to, like, yeah, I can be this guy or that guy or that guy or that girl. I have a stable of heroes that I can switch to at any time and just go play this episode and, like, you know, have some fun. 40 hours just to get one. I think I'm done. As soon as I unlock the guy, I test out his powers and I'm out your game. Yeah, no. Can I... So can I have can I have the unpopular opinion? Okay. Oh, I am so, in. Oh, I'm like, in. I want to hear it. I didn't even know. No, the no, guy I, think, I personally, I personally think that the whole thing, like the whole focus on EA, is kind of overblown a little bit. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, because 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 you know EA is known as the you know as a bad reputation, right? So, and right. so when they mess up, people are ready to jump on, them, yeah. right? <laughs> and, and like ready, right? And then the thing is like. In the same breath, EA is messing up on some other game that's not as high profile as, say, Star Wars. That's, that's the problem, right? It's a Star Wars game that's yeah, beautiful yeah. looking. Everybody yeah. wants to play it. And they're like, oh, it's got loot boxes. I'm heartbroken. Oh, now nah, I have to be upset about it, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. ain't nobody really talking about UFC 3 and its loot boxes. And it's my yeah, game, yeah. which is like, which is severely broken. Like, yeah, it, it's yeah. like, it's it's the worst right, right. right. it's yeah. way it's so, way worse sorry, than Battlefront. Sorry. yeah it's no one plays Battle that right. publishes yeah. ufc3 yeah oh okay, okay. no 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 that's my point but that's my okay. point it's like nobody's no really talking about that right yeah. where that is yeah. that is way way worse right than than Battle, the battlefront situation so i think um, it was one of go ahead yeah no go ahead 
as I, I think it just ends up being that it was it's a popular franchise, so it's an easy one to target. You know, I'm yeah. with you on that. Yeah. It's like it's an easy one to target, so people were just able to use it and just kind of build up this frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a group of people who don't like loot boxes. Mm-hmm. I think that they're a, a large. Uh, I'm sorry, a loud group of people. Um, I do think there are a decent amount of people, but at the same time, like we have games that are like, like Overwatch that has loot boxes and yes. uh, and they're purely cosmetic. And yes. I'm perfectly fine dropping money on it because it doesn't matter to the game, yes. right? Yes, exactly. Um, and, I'm, and I'm with you that there there are definitely other games that that have that kind of problem. It's just. They just kind of got caught up in a real shit time. There's definitely better ways to to design loot boxes, right? Where Absolutely. it's like, oh, it's only a cosmetic thing, and so it doesn't yeah. really matter for gameplay, right? Mm-hmm. But but definitely EA ain't the only one out here doing this, yeah, right? Totally. We know no, this, right? And, and, and we especially notice because like mobile. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say, mobile's been this yes. for a while, right? So, <laughs> yeah, and, and and so like, and we all hate on mobile or whatever, right? But like, like now that it's coming to consoles, because the console manufacturers are literally like, look, you know, we need to make some money out of here, and we need to find ways to make, and they're and they're experimenting, right? And so with this pushback, the next round of microtransactions that people come up with might be a little bit better designed, right, or whatever, right? But they're, they're but, but but like. If anybody thinks it's going to go away completely, oh, no. like, oh, hell no. Nah, right? so, all right. I got to I got to say a couple things. Yeah. yeah. Alvin, I'm going to give you the gold star today because you brought up something that a lot of people don't think about right away is you can still have microtransactions without or excuse me, loot boxes and microtrans yeah. without affecting the balance of the gameplay. Correct. Right. Sure. Like as exactly. soon as you institute pay to win, the experience is different for everyone. Yeah. in your game every single person the yeah. the bar of fairness and expectation is different so therefore in star wars battlefront 2 one of the problems that i saw was if i buy this game for 60 dollars and then i'm playing against somebody who spent like some extra money and they're just mathematically better than me yeah. right i now have a game that is not worth 60 dollars to me correct mm-hmm. because yeah. I, i'm it's unfair from the start and i just spent 60 bucks on your game you know what i mean mm-hmm. but that's the part that hurts me is like I hate that it can get askew so fast because if someone just wants to buy Darth Vader and I want to earn Darth Vader, I'm putting in 40 hours of lose rate. <laughs> like you are yeah. getting destroyed, devastated over and over and over till you and, finally get that cool hero. Yeah. And you have to play well to, to, and, to yeah. maximize, maximize the time. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That's a, yeah, you're right. 40 hours is a good player. Yeah. So the sorry. second thing I will say yeah. well, before I hand yeah. over the mic, I just got to finish this thought. All right, go. Uh, I actually understand though that like we can't just be like, I paid sixty dollars for this game. It's online multiplayer, and it needs to be free forever because yeah. that it, there is a cost for running and maintaining the servers and giving us the environment to actually play together, right? Like that costs EA money every month. Yeah. So I'm not gonna act like. That's not expensive for how many servers they need to run that game. So I get that it's not just about the $60 purchase, but for however long this game needs to stay alive, they need servers that they have to pay for every month to maintain the environment that we put. So I get it. But I, I mean, like, I feel like there's just a there's a respectable middle ground, right? That just completely and get overlooked. <laughs> is all I'm trying to say. It's gonna yeah. cost more too now with the oh, yeah. oh. again, like oh, so. So now you know, oh, my God. loot boxes might have. They might. I mean, think. I guess it's good that this happened now because it could have potentially gotten worse. 
at this point if some if we hadn't been talking about at the very least with these mm-hmm. net neutrality changes that'll potentially come in like it's going to cost it's going to cost all these companies more so mm-hmm. you know they're going to have to find another way to make money uh, continually make money month to month so uh, i mean it's it's sad that it happened to this game cuz it sucks for all the developers that worked on it you know Mm-hmm. but it is a conversation we need to have it's something that we yeah. need to be talking about and find better ways to do it again i think that there are games that do it very well and i think we need to be looking at those instead of i mean this that was just the wrong way <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's yeah it's kind of crazy because i talked to people that are like i talked to some people that were in a mobile space and you guys mentioned overwatch how overwatch does it the right way right mm-hmm. yeah but like I think it in the mobile, like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, wait, yeah, a good way, like a moral, a moral way, right? Mm-hmm. But we talked to guys, yeah, guys in the like mobile space. They're like, man, Overwatch is like leaving so much money on the table. Yes, right, <laughs> <laughs> right? like they straight up are like, nah, that's not the, how you monetize, right? Like they want to yeah. get more, squeeze more out of the stone, right? You know so, I mean? uh, it's interesting. I um, one of my one of my friends is is in uh, is in mobile marketing, and he was telling me that like this the amount of people that are using phones versus like consoles and PC is, I mean, it's, it's, it's an exponentially different higher number. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a mobile game, you're just, you can, a crappy mobile game is still going to make it could potentially make the same amount of money as like a really good game on a console. And so like you have enough people that are just going to do it, that it doesn't matter. <laughs> that it's, right. that it's a bad monetization <laughs> plan. Like it doesn't matter because like enough people are going to use it and buy it that you're still making mm-hmm. money. So the, the, you know, millions of people that don't like it kind of don't matter because there's 50 million people that don't care. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting. It's also, like, and also the other things too, is like, have any of you guys played like NBA? UK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like its microtransactions are ridiculous, oh, and, like, and, and nobody and I and, and I and no yeah. and friends of mine and friends of mine work on this game, and I, yeah. I moan and groan to them about the microtransactions, and they're like, you know, you know, whatever, right? You got so, LeBron James, but did you get the diamond LeBron James? <laughs> well, it's, well, it's not even about the the my team stuff. But my team stuff is totally separate, right? But like just the straight up my the my player stuff, like how you how you go play online with your my player, and like how long that takes to build up your guy, mm-hmm. and you know, or you could spend all the time to build up your guy through playing the game and all that, and it takes a while, or you could just drop a whole bunch of money and level up your guy, right? Like the first day you log in. First day the game launches, there's guys walking around level ninety eight. Wow! Right, and you start at you start at like sixty something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, come on now, right? So, like, I, I think a lot of like how strong that outrage was. It was really it's, it's kind of like guys, like there's there's countless examples of, of yeah. this happening, and EA just is looking at the landscape and like let's let's try something. Right, you know what I mean, and they and they tuned it wrong, and and, and, and people did the math, and were like, "This is ridiculous," right? Mm-hmm. And, and the only reason, you know, the only reason why it's get so much attention because yeah, it's Star Wars. Everybody, everybody really wanted to play that game because it's beautiful. Yep, mm-hmm. you know. Um, well, Ray definitely has EA stocks, and... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Dude, Star Wars is definitely not going to sold those joints, right? Keep going, EA. You're <laughs> doing good. They lost so much money on that. It was yeah, they lost a lot of money on that. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, I mean, EA always has the bad rep. I mean, there's like signatures going out right now to take the Star Wars the license Disneyland. from EA. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I never even seen that on a game before. That's nonsense. But, but yeah, that's nonsense. Right? Yeah. That's never going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So, 
But since we're still on the talk of EA, right, this will be a continuance. The same breweries that people have with the microtransactions or anything else that has happened with EA like the past 10 years, right? There's always something going on every year uh, from them being the worst place ever <laughs> to yeah. work for or, you know, Star Wars. But uh, EA buying Respawn mm. was huge news this last month. Yeah. Respawn, I would still you know, hold in high regards as my favorite developer of all time. And, uh, two games. I like, I like respawn the way they treat their developers and the, you know, I'm a big fan of call of duty because of them. Right. Mm. And they seem to like keep the crew together. Like everything about what we talk about in the podcast, you know, I'm keeping developers happy. It seems to me that they keep the developers happy over there as a unit. Right. Mm. So, but bittersweet news, right? I know they need the resources, and one of the biggest re- reasons why they, they said, yeah, money-wise, uh, they needed to grow, right? But EA, like, why EA? You know, EA closes studios faster than they buy them. <laughs> I'm just so afraid that, yeah, at first the culture might not change, but you sell them, you know, Titanfall 3 not selling as many. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yo, that yo, switch is one, fast. Thing, one thing about EA, love them or hate them, if you want to sell your game to a lot of people, mm. EA can sell your game to a lot of people. That's the deal. Like, like hands down, not a problem. Yeah. Like they got that down, right? Yeah. So, like if if you if EA helped you out on Titanfall and funded your Titanfall development, mm. and then it's like, yeah, we need we want to reach a wider audience, like we want to have financial stability and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Why not, right? Like, yeah. like mm. there's not many publishers. You know that you could roll with that that can really reach. They can do that, yeah. Yeah, but like, wasn't EA the publisher on the first Titanfall and the second Titanfall? Yeah, yeah. Then I I feel like EA is kind of responsible for the troubles that Respawn is having with Titanfall too. Yeah, Titanfall One comes out in like the worst window possible. Like, there, I feel like they were sandwiched in between juggernauts right when that game comes out. Mm -hmm. Second. Them being an exclusive title on the Xbox One. So the second time, it's like, hey, Titanfall 2. You've got all these people who are probably like, oh, shit, I wish that was on PlayStation. And it's like, well, it is on PlayStation, but they already associate it with like a Titanfall being an Xbox game. You know, I wonder, I just wonder how many people, it, it took them a while before they realized like, oh, snap, this actually is not exclusive anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know the number. I don't have the data, but I, I would imagine that there's a fair bit of that as well. Yeah. But like I wouldn't blame EA for because that all that's all money, right? Like like yeah. you're exclusive on Xbox because Microsoft is like, yo, here have a whole bunch of money and like mm-hmm. let's do this, right? Mm-hmm. And um and yeah, the release window was terrible, but like it's also a new IP, so then publishers are typically risk averse. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that a respawn decision though? Because no. they're still it, no. this, they're no. they're independent, that's a though, right? That's a market okay. decision. Because that's respawn fine. makes the call on that, right? Yeah. 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 Independent, independent means EA doesn't own them yet. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So EA made the call, making a Microsoft exclusive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. It's. It's. I mean, they'll. They'll obviously be involved in some of the conversations, but a lot of the time, it's. It's. It's the publisher yeah. kind of having those conversations. Like yeah, yeah, and you're, and you're like a new, yeah, your brand new studio. You're making yeah. a game, and Microsoft yeah, is coming along with, with with a bag of cash. That, yeah. You're gonna take that bag of cash. Right? You have to and, take that bag of cash. Yeah. I and agree. it's it's about yeah. the marketing that comes, the marketing dollars that should be coming behind mm-hmm. it with exactly. it being exclusive, yeah. right? So I mean, it's 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 rarely a bad deal for a developer, mm-hmm. like it shouldn't be a bad deal to do an exclusive mm-hmm. unless there's yeah. some reason why. 
it makes more sense to be on other platforms for that specific game. So here's what I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe this deal was the worst thing that ever happened to Titanfall. Yes. Mm. But wow. the best thing that happened to both studios indiv- or the studio publisher relationship individually. Like mm-hmm. Respawn has resources now. They're partnered with EA, so they're looking good as a long-term opportunity. Plus, like you said, Brandon, they're comprised of your favorite game developers. Titanfall 2 was a hell of a game. Yeah. Hell of a game. So it's that caliber of a team, you know, now on money, some yeah. sort of new project or new IP. And I don't want to say this like I have no like I know or there's insight. I don't think I'll see Titanfall 3, but I think I will see something awesome from the people that brought us Titanfall by way of EA. Yeah. And I think that's the new future. And I mean, you know, they're supposed to be making a, well, that's now it's a concern, but they're supposed to be making a Star Wars game, right, as well, too. Right. Um, That was, I think that was announced back in the day, so... Uh, it's a little bit more concerning now with them being at EA, but it also could be a good, good way for well, uh, EA to be like, hey, just kidding about the whole microtransaction shit. Like this one is right, you know, yeah. and it could and it could uh, show well for respawn. So, mm-hmm. um, like uh, like Brandon said, you know, those guys those guys are amazing uh, out mm-hmm. there, and so I'm excited for the games that come out. And maybe maybe again, maybe this was a good time yeah. for this to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucks that you know. I think Visceral was some part of that too. Like they had to make a decision on it. Mm-hmm. But I think um, for uh, for respawn, this this could be a really good thing. I'm always glass half full though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Larry knows that. Yeah, that's how projects get done when you hire Alvin. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> we could do this, guys. Come on, we could do it. And everyone's pumped up, and then we get it done. Everyone's like, I don't want to talk about the elephant in the room. Alvin Nelson is like, but at least it's an elephant. Yeah, this is an elephant here. This <laughs> is kind of cool, right? Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> well, let's let's move on to the next one, right? Where I think even Alvin can't fix or shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> Star Citizen. How <laughs> is your man? Your sequiturs are amazing. <laughs> Uh, is it in the headlines again, right? Yes. They didn't want to be sued by one, but two different uh, lawsuits, right? Well, one being, uh, what was it? Like, uh, it was from the customers, I believe, some was, backers. Yeah, it was one backer that 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 yeah. put in twenty five thousand uh, dollars. Why did you want a refund? Yeah, refund. So I think they're like, nah, bruh. He's trying to see if he get his money out of it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. When have I ever bought a $25,000 game? You know, it's been a bit. He did overtime, of course, right? Yeah, like, yeah. He's, like, he's like, oh, that cool ship. I want that one. Give it, yeah. give it here. In this case, we don't blame the victim. We love those guys, right? <laughs> we love those niche supporters that like go hardcore on, on that stuff. But they take, you know, of course, you know, get taken advantage of. Yeah. And of course, the other lawsuit... Uh, is by another Crytek. developer. We talk, yeah, we talk about once in a while. They only pop up when something bad is happening. Yeah, <laughs> Lately, at least, yeah. Crytek is uh, needs some money uh, again, and I, I, I <laughs> it's Star Citizen. I would right, be right. Still, yeah, I would. How be do you still, feel? What's the legitimacy of this lawsuit? Like, is it really a it thing, be, or is yeah. it? Yeah, it could be a thing. Like, like I, I, I read some of the what they're they're claiming is the is the issue. And you know, it's basically they're like, we gave them the engine, right, to yeah. use, right? We signed yeah. we signed a, a license agreement yeah. that they could only make it for one game. 
Right. Right. And one part of the argument is that they're like, yeah, and now they're making Squadron 42, which is a single player experience. Yeah. And they're selling it as a separate game. No. And, we never, and we never signed any agreement for them to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but then if you look at it from the Star Citizen perspective, they're like, but we're, we're now on Lumberyard. So uh, what's the deal? Yeah. Right. But, but Lumberyard is CryEngine mm-hmm. modified by by Amazon, Amazon, right? Yeah. So, so there's some, there's some like, and and some of the code is probably is still very much probably still Crytek, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, so there's some gray area where, like, how much of the code that they're using currently is based off of the backs of of the the prior Crytek mm-hmm. license agreement, and how much of that is now the Amazon thing. That, I mean, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's it's crazy, right? A lawsuit. Yeah, and then there's also like some some rumblings of like, like there's some like collusion to kind of make sure that the the license agreement was was more favorable towards uh, mm-hmm. uh, the Star Citizen folks, and then like some of the guys that are negotiating the, the game license agreement ended up working at at Cloud Imperium, right? Oh, after man. after it was all said and done, right? So like yeah. there's all sorts of shadiness going on. And, like, <laughs> it's cra- I didn't even know about all that. That's yeah, crazy. it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. That negotiating well, table, it's like uh, you're not gonna have a job. Why don't you just go on this side? Yeah, I was gonna say it's, <laughs> it's, it's hard to turn down a company that has a two hundred million dollar evaluation. Yeah. Yeah. We might not be able to pay yeah, yeah part of uh, part of the license agreement too was they were supposed to like push back bug fixes and stuff like mm-hmm. this and improvements to CryEngine and mm-hmm. and yeah. Crytek is saying that they never saw any of those, right? So like yeah, man, it's 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 crazy. It's, there's a lot there's a lot going on here. Um, yeah, and I think if it, if it goes far into like actually going to court and stuff like when they start doing dep- depositions, like man, I don't know if this game's ever going out. Let's just be real. Well, right. Whoa! Right. It, just, I don't know. That man. game was I not going to come know, out man. whether right. or not this thing happened anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. But like, I, this doesn't help. This doesn't. Help. <laughs> this doesn't. Help. Yeah. This right. Like, my confidence finally like, had a realization. No, no, no. I don't think this is coming out. <laughs> you already know, you know I've been talking about this game a lot, right? But like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, my confidence was maybe at ten percent that it was. And now my confidence is like you know like four or three percent. You really think this will sink them with all that lawsuit? You know, like, like, lawyers it's, and stuff? it's definitely a distraction, right? And you already have problems of just making the game, and they're struggling, obviously, to make the thing. Um, yeah. So, like, this is just not not a good look. And then also, it's, it's not going to. The main thing about it is the whole game, the whole scheme has been striving off the backs of the backers that have been continually lying yeah. mm. and making yeah. make believe ships, right? Mm-hmm. And and now they're starting like. I don't know if you guys saw my Facebook. I was like, I was like, they're selling land now, yeah. <laughs> right? I was out. Are they? I was outraged. Yeah. yeah, I was outraged. I was like, they're selling <laughs> land, virtual land. They're selling, and the game's not even done, right? Like, so they're they're relying on the backers to pay for this stuff, and with this lawsuit kind of looming, it might it might dampen Invite. backer backer funding, which will hurt because I honestly like everybody's talking about how much money they they rose they raised, right? And mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't think that money's around. I think they yeah, threw um, it. I think yeah. the money gone, and that's why they need the continuing backing to keep to keep living. Mm-hmm. All right, and so if that backing stops, it, it's a wrap. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I feel sorry I for everybody. At all. Yeah. <laughs>
involved. The game, the game they're making is a five hundred million dollar game, right? Yeah, and they rose, they're halfway like, there, and it rose like one hundred and fifty or two hundred million. Two hundred, yeah, over two hundred. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, How do you blow two hundred mil, dude? It's easy, man. It's easy How do you make a five hundred million dollar game? That's it's just, easy. It's easy when you you have a big team that's making a ton of content and you've been doing it for five years. Yes, right. And you're probably you're probably throwing away work left and right, right? Like exactly, yeah. you're you're burning money. It's, you end up burning money faster because you're trying to catch up. Where it should be, you know, years ago, and so it's probably like on the cutting room floors. And anytime when someone's done with something, they they throw it back out <laughs> because I mean, they don't want to be done with anything. They want to keep the the money rolling. As soon as they're done with anything, then the jig is up for them. Yeah. I just, it, just well, I I'm just gonna end it with like. Yeah, maybe th- if this lawsuit does go, th- this must be one of the first of its kind, right? Where a backer no. does, you know? Oh, no, a backer one? Of them. No, there's been other. There's been other, um, but it was mostly for Kickstarters that okay. people have not um, fulfilled the uh, all of the um, rewards and stuff. Right. Of this is just one of the biggest ones. The major say. one, right? Yeah. This will open up the floodgates to all the other backers wanting their money back as well you know what like, though i give them credit because at least they made it look like they were making a game while they were still <laughs> in the game. i mean most people just did the cut and run they just ghost yeah, these guys i gotta give it to them they oh, at least man. i think you said that, yeah you gotta gotta you you get end up uh getting caught in within yourself right you get caught in your yeah. own head mm-hmm. and they i mean who's to say i'm not there but it feels yeah. like they had an idea that was great and then they started making her like shit. <laughs> this, is, this is a lot, you know. And like, you're gonna need more money to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If they did it, but if they did it like how we dangerous did it, so just took their yeah. time, did it iteratively. But then they just were like, you know what? No, we're just gonna do everything. Like, yeah. you just yeah. you final game. Something. You can't make something that way. Yeah, you yep. can't make something that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I never jumped in any of their. Uh, test servers right i mean they've had some so why why is it so empty if there's so many backers i don't i don't understand that if the servers are up and you can test it a bit i couldn't tell you i don't know like like their net code can't support a lot of people so that's why it's empty (laughs) so it's it's not (laughs) it's not even made to support people just to stay in a room together (laughs) like yeah like i mean it's support like they're trying to support like something like 60 or 70 people or something like that right doing stuff right and i and i think like it can't even barely support 16 right or eight like i mean from the stories i'm hearing right yeah yeah, so so like crazy Yeah, I mean, this would, be, this would be an interesting one to follow. It's more more yeah. gameplay in the forums than in the actual games. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're saying to me? <laughs> yes. I mean, there's, there's tons of videos of, of gameplay. You, yeah. you can look at it yourself, yeah. and it's, it's it's broke. It's broken, man. It's real broke. Jesus. Oh, man, I, I just don't want to go through a whole decade doing these round table and still be talking about star citizens like just die already dude <laughs> just go just tell people you rip everyone off and you know people move on no well not really but okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right we got two victims here on the panel it seems <laughs> oh, no, I, I didn't put any money in but i still okay. would be angry and i do you know yeah 
I'm behind people getting their money back. Yeah. Well, at least then it'll be a case study. This is an open book situation. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? It's still... We had this. The two human was the case study before. Like, <laughs> yeah. don't do what two human did. Oh, like, wow. yeah. come on, man. <laughs> I like that game. <laughs> okay, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. But it's nice don't, Ray. Yeah, don't 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 try to don't try to fuck with Epic. Like, yeah, <laughs> Alvin didn't say it was a bad game. He just yeah. said don't make games like they made. Them. <laughs> it's a case study. <laughs> like my, my, I've I've worked on games Two good, but Two was the one the that was way. trying to sue Epic, right, for their engine yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, yeah. those those are the guys in um, in St. Catharines. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Silicon yeah. Knights. Close, yeah, yeah close, 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 close to my close to my hometown. Yeah, yeah. I think Epic Games <laughs> should take like ten million dollars and just buy Crytek mm-hmm. and just call it a day. They could get. I didn't know Crytek was still around. Crytek is making like one. They're making one big push, focusing on VR. Like so, the, the engine will be like trying to get. They're trying to make a VR engine. Um, yeah. yeah. What's your take uh, on that? Like, uh, oh come I on! I feel like <laughs> <laughs> you know me all the way. Come on now! But like, it just seems weird that. that they're still they're still kick. It's you like do you just not like VR. Like, wouldn't I just go over to Amazon? You know, if I was working there, it's like, all right, so Amazon has the money. I have the Crytek technology. Uh, at least the people, the top engineers there would go over to Amazon, right? A lot of people did. To work on Lumberyard? Yeah. No, Ray? Well, yeah, I wouldn't say, so, yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, of course you would. You take that to Unity. That's what yeah. Ray says. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, another big thing last month was the VGA. You guys get to watch that. It, it's fastly becoming, if not already, like the biggest video game awards. There's nothing else it's that great. anybody talk about, right? Which is great. Finally, we have a game award that all the developers that we know and love actually show up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they give up real rewards. No, <laughs> Ray doesn't shake his head. I see Japanese people on stage. So I was like, all right, this is international. That's how I... Yeah, but can we just... I don't know. Can we, like, can we just get other people to host? <laughs> you like, know what? Oh, yeah. like, I created it. I don't care. You know what? If I created something, I know what I'm good yeah. at and what I'm not. Right, good right, at. Right, I'm gonna right. hire people that are good at it. Seriously, do it. Chris Rock did not create the Oscars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but he for he sure it. hosted it. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> I don't know. He's trying to be like the Ryan Seacrest of the game. Well, he looks like the Ryan Seacrest. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, That's what you are to me. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I did. I watched. I watched a little bit. I'm going to change the subject because now I'm for sure going to get fired for something. But uh, <laughs> I watched uh, my my game one, so I'm feeling. Oh shit! Oh. Congrats. Yeah. What category? Uh, which one? We won best narrative. Uh, what remains oh, no, to be nice. So oh, you know, I'm looking at it right now. You guys, you beat out Near, Hellblade, Wolfenstein, and Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. That's all yeah. games that Ray likes. <laughs> yeah, guys, uh, no big deal. This is uh, congratulations. That's awesome. So, that was really nice. It was nice to see uh, a game I worked on actually uh, be recognized, and it's a great game. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't played it, check it out. It's a super interesting game, and it's just popping. I'm I'm totally gonna plug it because I want uh, royalties and shit. But um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's uh, but it was it was fun to watch. It was cool to see a lot of the the new stuff. Obviously, the stuff that won for the most part made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. You know, Legend of Zelda winning game of the year. That game. <laughs> yeah, I see, Zelda's dope. I see Larry Charles's fucking switch in the background right now. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you have played a bit of it. Oh, Larry, Larry, no, no, Larry and Brandon are Nintendo haters. No, no, no. But we both have Switch, <laughs> so we're not hating it that much. I do enjoy that console. Yeah, I wonder if I turned it on, what game would be in there? Just for fun. <laughs> Mario? Probably Zelda. Arms? Arms? Probably Zelda. Probably Zelda. Has to be Zelda. It's got to be Zelda. So, all right, so VGA seems to be what it's been around for a few years now it's yeah. growing yeah uh, they always talk about how much growth it has every year yeah. what kind of impact do you guys think i mean do you think the children of the future that are into games or not are actually watching this has this ha- have any new impact to the game industry uh, to game no, developers at all honestly let's just be real right, all right. um i watched it <laughs> Like, let's just be real about what the purpose of this event is, right? Do it. And the purpose of this event, I watched it, and Bluffing. and I don't care about the awards. Yeah, this this is a marketing event. Correct. Yeah, like like we know it's a marketing event, right? Like it, uh-huh. it, it presents itself as a marketing event. It is a marketing event. And like and yeah, exactly. And and the big and the big things that happen, like like I was hyped when I saw you know Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. Although, like, I don't, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, right? <laughs> if you did, tell right? the rest of us, <laughs> like, inform <laughs> the world. And then, uh, and then, of course, like, I was kind of hyped when I saw Soul Calibur, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah, Soul Calibur, I'm hyped, right? Like, but that's what it's for is 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 to get people get people hyped, right? Like the the award the award part of it, it's like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're wrapping it up in an award show, but when when the hype is more than the awards yeah it's more time than the awards so you know what's up you know what the purpose is right what do you have any suggestions for them to make it more about the developers then that's not their goal it's a marketing but show. like <laughs> there's gotta be like a little switch because the oscars are a good balance right it's marketing Os- and- oscars are not about that either oscars are yeah but well. you get to at least know like the best directors and you know people actually put in the work sort of right nah bro nah. All right. no you just okay. you, you get to hear the actor just quickly shout them out yeah uh, I see. Uh, George Clooney. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, if you um, get out of here. Yeah, if you want to talk about like what's really for like in the movie realm, I would say like mm-hmm. the Screen Actor Guilds Award. Yeah, yeah it's more about the actors. Yeah. Stuff, I never right? watched that. All right. right, and then and, it, and for <laughs> games, I would say it would probably be more like uh, GDC, the, the GDC Game Awards. Mm-hmm. Right, the award show that happens at GDC is yeah. way more for the developers. Yeah. But there's but, no flash. Exactly. Because <laughs> Shit. Exactly. It's it like in front of a white screen. It has to be flashy and has to have all that stuff because it is a marketing show, right? So, right. It, so I like so marketing then. We need to think of, <laughs> I like to think of uh, the Game Awards and all everything having to do with games. It kind of has to be similar to like a sport, right? When mm-hmm. I think of, I think of, uh, I think of like NBA and that kind of stuff, and I think of what they tr- they should be doing with like. Um, like Overwatch and League and all these different esports and that kind of stuff. They should be integrating that stuff in there as well and giving awards out there or maybe having a couple of different maybe it's a maybe like the VGA is like a three day thing where yeah. then you have your top people from each game there kind of competing and then it becomes like a multi um uh like like it's a multi-game thing. It's like a whole. It's a huge thing for kind of everybody, and everyone's mm-hmm. going to be tuning in because not only are there awards, 
and there are awards for like actually doing something, but then there's awards for, you know, best narrative and game of the year and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you bring a lot more people to, to that. If you kind of make it feel a bit more like how, how sports are with championships and even with the Oscars, but make it, but I mean, I'm with Ray, make it, but make it a freaking huge spectacle. Like, mm-hmm. like make it bigger than that. That's why I'm saying like, get, get the rock to actually just be the host. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, but, but seriously, make it a huge marketing thing. Like if you want to, if you want to, if you want to get the younger generation, like the younger generation doesn't really give a shit about awards like that. You know, mm-hmm. they give a shit about their, uh, the, the hype. So, I yeah. mean, that, yeah. that hype part is the important part. So there's, yeah, there's one thing I, I did not mention, like one of my favorite games of all time, the next follow-up game got announced. I, I, I love, of course, of Bayonetta? course, Bayonetta, Bayonetta 3. <laughs> Bayonetta 3. It's, it's, it's Bayonetta. It's what it's like. Bayonetta's top five, top five game. Of all this time. is the reason why they hyped it like, up. One of the, like, Ray and, he likes to hype. <laughs> and like, and I refused to play Bayonetta two because it was on Wii U. I was like, I'm not getting Wii U for one game. There's other reason to get a Wii U. Yeah, I have a Switch. Switch is amazing. Switch is going to sell a lot. And, mm-hmm. and, and it is selling. And it is selling enough. Right, and Bayonetta two. And Bayonetta two is going to be on Switch. And Bayonetta three is going to be on Switch. And I could not be happier. And that was that was the the best news I got from the game. Of, the video game <laughs> Actually, I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, if you could buy a Wii U right now for twenty five dollars, would you buy it to play this? Would not, would not. <laughs> would not would buy it. No. Why? There's especially no need right now. Right? You have it today. Nah, you have it today. Nah, nah. Because it's gonna be a way better machine. It's a way better machine. It's gonna look nicer. It's just gonna, you know, like no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I tried Nintendo. I tried. <laughs> well, let's go to our last topic. Right, we kind of talk about owning things. Uh, Walt Disney. I know it's not game related, right? But it's a company that is. I feel like is is creating a precedent to monopolies. Like I, I the closest thing I can think about, but it was of course not as big as Walt Disney or whatever. Is Tencent. Right, once yeah. in a while, here Tencent like buying a bunch of companies, you guys and then they disappear, <laughs> and then yeah. they come back and buy some more. Like they own, they own mean, a lot of things, you guys. <laughs> they own a lot of things now, right? And Disney is owning a lot of things, um, especially with this one. They're they're. Uh, do you guys feel like this might be bad? No. Well, the fanboy in me says this is awesome, but then I feel also the. Are you gonna get like the amazing um, what Logan was a good one, Deadpool? Uh, these these are the type of movies that Disney do not do. That, with their I slates. mean, they do though. Like okay. they have they have people are thinking that they have not done ga- movies like this, but they've done mm-hmm. ga- movies like this in the past. Like mm-hmm. some they've done things that are similar to like a Logan and a Deadpool and that kind of stuff. It's just that they're not mainstream they're not huge super huge like like sure. these marvel movies right now and so mm-hmm. i i don't really have too many concerns about them wanting to change kind of how those how those movies have been structured what concerns me is original ideas right mm-hmm. and kind of having other people own things you allows people to kind of come up with cool interesting takes like i'm not super excited about the new uh like x-men movie where they're like in like a mental hospital and that kind of stuff it's like a horror movie but it's an interesting way to, you know, uh, portray the X Men and that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. and that to me is interesting, and that is my concern that, you know, we might we might potentially lose that creativity. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, like I have friends that are just they rail against X, like the X Men movies so hard that yeah. this news, this news is just the best news they've ever heard in their lives, <laughs> right? Like, 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 so they can actually have the X Men in, in an Avengers movie and all that, you know, like, yeah, yeah. right? So, uh, I want to say this though that, like, I think in a clandestine way, Disney actually has been involved in like R rated or like content that is just not commonly known to be a Disney production because they'd own companies like Miramax. Right. So anytime you saw a Miramax movie, Uh I think before like 2011 or 2010, when they sold it, that's Disney. Like that's part of the Disney portfolio. And so nothing stops them from doing the same thing where like, yeah, sure. We'll take a risk and do IPs that are not Disney related, but they won't be under the Disney umbrella directly. It's like, Uh we've got a subsidiary that handles that. Yeah. I mean, what, what's your guys' general thoughts? Though? Like, like transfer that to the game industry. Mm. Tencent, we hear about Tencent all the time, mm. um, and they're they're kind of ninjas about it. Where you, no one really are, are saying like, yeah, yeah, no one are saying are worried about how they're kind of owning like the major companies. Yeah, well, I think it's because I think it's because most people are just uh, U.S. centric. Mm-hmm. Right, and they don't understand that Tencent just runs China, pretty much. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So like, and they don't, and so nobody's really thinking about like China's a huge market, and Tencent just runs that. And so that's why nobody really mentions how Tencent, you know, Tencent has a huge stake in um in Unreal, and they, you know, they publish a lot of big games. Like I think, aren't they? Yeah, aren't they publishing PUBG in China? Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Right. Yep. They, they um, publish most games that go to China. Yeah. Like most yeah. games that go to China are published. Buy Tencent in China, right? So mm-hmm. All your familiar games that are online, that kind of stuff. They're they're, they're the ones to go to. Yeah, yeah. you want to yeah. get it across. Um, I mean, like it's hard for us to like know what their grand plan is. Of course, owning all the successful games is own yeah own video game entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> like is there a danger to that? To to to, well, to yeah. own everything? Okay, it's the same thing as Disney. You know, it's it's it potentially can stifle creativity. Yes. I think this is the com- a bigger concern. Which I'll take it full circle, guys. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the bigger concern for net neutrality, right? Hey, hey, hey. it doesn't allow. I know, I do. You guys, circles <laughs> are what I do. But uh, <laughs> um, no, it doesn't allow a lot of those smaller indie companies to be able to compete and have a game. Um, that could potentially be uh, like top seller if 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 these large companies own it, yeah. and that neutrality does, does not help that at all. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So it gets concerned. Yeah. You know? Yeah, this has been happening in video games for a while though, too, yes, right? Yes, like yes. like yes. the number of publishers have been shrinking, and and like double right. um, A good experiences AA, have kind of been, been dying off, and it's all about it's like the arms arms race of AAA, right? It's like if yeah. you're making a game. If it has to be AAA or it has to be like bomb the barrel indie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or there's no in between, right? Yeah. I think we talked about that on the last time I was here. Is I kind of miss I kind of miss that part is that double A, like, you know, your good forty dollar games that not triple A, but you know, it's a really fun experience. It's yeah. Like, it's forty dollars. Something something has to be wrong with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you nailed it, right? We have yeah, so my biggest worry, I would say, with like one kind of conglomerate running or dictating all of the video game development and all of the products that you're able to buy because they control all the channels that promote those products is the stagnation of the industry. So 
mm-hmm. not just like stifling because stifling creativity i think is directly related to what i'm expressing now but think about it if like they're like hey PUBG is the game that's our big game that's yeah. what makes us money everybody make it yeah we only shout out and promote this PUBG game and PUBG game and PUBG game and then all these other games that could do like a significant amount of growth for the industry like wow yeah. like a game like near andromeda or like something something even as simple and i bring it up all the time but i try to give them as credit as much as i can gone home right like something that takes me completely away from a gaming experience that i've ever had before takes me down a whole nother path opens up my mind to a whole new different type of video game experience those types of things will be few and far between but even more so because it doesn't compare to a 60 dollar blockbuster that these guys want to see roi for so you'll get 30 more Call of Duties because that's what we can sell. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you just described the game industry, honestly. Yes, well, but, I mean- but, at least, <laughs> but at least there's EA, Activision, Ubisoft. You, yeah. I'm saying, like, if we go down the road to where it's just one conglomerate type thing, then you only have Call of Duty. You never have yeah. Battlefield. If you all games, if all games were made with Unity, right? It's not gonna be impressive. It's not gonna be. like, I still don't see the problem here. <laughs> <laughs> What's the problem? <laughs> Finally, He's like you know, you know how many times I tagged Made with Unity last year, bro. <laughs> Gotta get my quota. Oh my god! (laughs) My man with unity quota. No comment. No comment. (laughs) I like I like the idea of competition, and so Mm -hmm. Disney should have some competition in somewhere, right? (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. there should be something that makes them want to do better. And uh, there's nothing, dude. Like look at the top grossing films. Top grossing films of twenty. Uh, seventeen. It's like all Disney movies. All Disney. Yeah, it's like and top five of eight or something. It's ridiculous. And now they have Star Wars. They're all year. They're just making hits, which is great because you know these movies are good. They're not being so, uh, given yeah. money for for crappy. Here, well, they're question, good enough though. where they have an audience, right? <laughs> yeah. If you're looking at the numbers, then here's a question you might be able to answer, or maybe we can all just kind of weigh on it really quick. If yeah. Disney has the top films from all of last year. Mm-hmm. Are adults still watching movies like they used to? Mm-hmm. Because Disney is like, I would say, heavily into like young adult, teen, adolescent, kid, like strong. And then Star Wars and Marvel stuff, yeah, like adults want to see that too. But you take those off the table. Where the where the like mid range, like, hey, let's just put four comedians together and film it and call it a movie. Those are dying. It's gone. Like you those only have. Just like games, blockbuster or nothing or Netflix. Well, I mean, like, like I, I don't think I don't think any of those things are actually dying per se. But I just think um, the exposure mm-hmm. that they're going to be afforded is 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 doing it's the most one away, right? Because the big companies are able to pay for the exposure, and the yeah. smart companies are not, right? So the smart, like, you can survive on a small niche yeah. audience. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, you, you just can't try to compete with the big boys. No, you're not going to. We're not going to get Big Mama's house, man. It's right, just, yeah. it's That's Scorsese. Right. He's making a Joker film, dude. Yeah, there's like, there's, of, so, like, yeah, there's, there's like a bunch of directors that are upset with the landscape, right? They, Well, I mean, they, of course, respect it, but it's dominated by superhero movies right now. And so all these guys that make movies for other genre are having to be creative with where they want to put their films now because, you know, all, all the major companies want to make superhero movies and create universes out of them. We want billions. 
and make billions, right? And it's so hard. Like Spielberg, like years ago, was making Lincoln and couldn't find anyone to finance it. Mm-hmm. In the midst of all these superhero films, like Spielberg, right? Mm-hmm. Who is like the, known for blockbuster movie. He created the whole genre. Yeah. And so yeah. these guys are being pushed out. And like he said, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not having a company. Spielberg, though, you know. <laughs> no, but like what we're saying is like yeah. now that Disney owns everything, you know, are they going to go for more Star Wars, you know, more Marvel films? in favor of other movies, probably, right? They're going more CG movies than, which is what they're about. But if they start owning everything, you know, what makes them think differently? I I still think there's going to be space for like, you know, dramas. Right, right. You know, and Netflix documentaries. And and there's going to be these, these smaller things that are not like crazy, crazy, crazy blockbusters, right. That, that can still sell, still do well. Examples of that would be get out and girls. And like, there's a ton of movies, right. That's still out here living. Right. You know what I mean? Um, But they're, but they're not going to do nowhere near, like Avengers type of money, right? No. And, and we just have to accept that, right? Like, yeah. I just want to say Get Out was the best comedy I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun movie to watch with my white friends. That was the best. <laughs> that was one of my favorite things. The, the, the reaction, for me, the reaction to Get Out, like the, the different people's reaction yes. is, is the best. Like, like yeah. we're in a certain type of theater and in a different type of theater. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The no, reactions yeah, are completely different. And, I need to uh, do that. Fun. I didn't even do that. That'd be fun. It was amazing. Yeah, a lot of just hear my cackle. (laughs) (laughs) Just in the back, bread is on on either side. It's just a movie for him. (laughs) (laughs) No title implications. Good call, good call, (laughs) Brandon. That was a great story. Yeah, (laughs) I don't get what's going on here. (laughs) And if that time is right, then I'm Larry Charles, and I'm saying good night. Thank you, everyone, for joining. I'll see you guys next week. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to stay in touch or continue to follow our developments, then you need to go to facebook.com forward slash game dev unchained and drop a like and stay in touch. You can also get the direct feed for this podcast on soundcloud.com forward slash game dev unchained.